found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, it's a Friday. Not only is it a Friday, it's the final day of the month of September. So here we go. Good morning, Matthew. Why, hello, Dale. Good to see you. It's good to see you. Another brisk start to the day. Sure thing. Get you all woke up and ready to roll. Well, um, information <sighs> pertaining to Ian, hmm. it uh, went back to uh, Hurricane after hitting the water, <clears throat> now working its way toward South Carolina. It'll make landfall by midday today near Charleston. The National Hurricane Center warned of life-threatening flooding and storm surge for the South Carolina coast. Officials in Florida report a death toll that stood at 15. But uh, search and rescue efforts were still taking place. They expect that number to rise. They say that uh, more than 500 people have been rescued by Thursday afternoon. More than 2.5 million customers lack electricity. Wow. Of course, Logansport has a crew that's been sent. Yep. The uh, governor of Florida said Coast Guard helicopters were picking up stranded residents from the roofs of homes. He called it a 500-year flooding event. 500 years. <laughs> that's a... That's quite a long span. That is quite a long span. Here we call it a 100-year flood. Right. Fort Myers Beach, along with Lee County's other barrier islands, were hit the hardest. It was a Category 4 when it made landfall there. 150-mile-per-hour winds. I can't imagine that. Mm. And a towering storm surge tore through the town center. And it's shambles. It's just shambles. Yeah. Yeah. A few miles west, a chunk of the causeway that connects Sanibel Island to Florida's mainland had fallen into the sea. So that cuts off access to the island where 6,300 people live. Jeez. I just, you know, I guess we just don't hear that in the devastation of hurricanes a lot. Yeah. This one just seems to really... This one just seemed to really make know. a punch. So... um Here's a poor fella. His newly purchased $1 million McLaren P1 supercar swept away during the hurricane. Oh, no. It only had 300 miles on it. Jeez. <laughs> he posted a series of images on his Instagram. Shows the bright yellow car being swept up in his flooded Naples neighborhood. It ended up going right through his garage during the hurricane. He also shared an image of his blue Lamborghini flipped completely upside down near the McLaren. And he's a poor fella. I don't... <laughs> Boy, I hope he gets by okay. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. It's... Now, why wouldn't you have taken some sort of precautions before this ever happened if you've got those kinds of vehicles? I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume that it's it's... You know, everything in Florida has to be built to hurricane standards, right? Yeah. So he's probably got them in a garage that are built to hurricane standards. But with this kind of flooding that comes along, you know, there's no there's no answer to that. Yeah. I mean, 
at least That's seek what I'm guessing. higher ground or something for them. There's no higher ground in Florida. Well, there's got to be somewhere. I just learned the other day, Florida <laughs> is the flattest state in the U.S. Oh, the flattest. You'd think it's like Kansas or whatever. No, it's yeah. Florida. Flattest state in the U.S. Hmm. So does the water really? Yeah. You know. I would think, you know, New Orleans. Or at least... Uh, I'm talking state. Okay, but... Louisiana as a whole, you would think, would be pretty, because it's swampy. You would think so, you but know, Florida. But Florida's swampy, too. Yeah. Now, New Orleans is actually below, below sea level. Below sea level, yeah. yeah. Which, <laughs> tell, you, tell you what, fellas, we're going to hold the sea back, and we're going to build a city. All right. <laughs> and they took a big hit there a few years they, ago. They absolutely you know, did. Huge. This um, is good news. A majority of CFOs, the high-paid fellas, mm. surveyed said they don't think inflation has peaked. More than a quarter say inflation's the biggest external risk facing their business. Costco CEO Craig Jet uh, Jelinek okay. recently said, I think you're going to see maybe another six months to a year. Things will start to come down then. That's great news. Six more months to <laughs> that's, a year. That's great news. It's been uh, the most pathetic three, four years that I can, you know. Yeah. Recall in my very short life. I do go back to the 1700s, though, and it was... <laughs> <clears throat> oh, we were throwing throwing tea in the ocean, but... We were facing taxation without <laughs> representation. <laughs> and it was <laughs> uh, we were up in arms. Oh, we were mad. Oh, we were hopping mad. But you think about it, six months to another year of this. And will it really be? Well it's not gonna it's not gonna turn itself around in, you know, no. a couple of weeks. It's gonna take forever to get I this know. corrected. It's just it's hard to live like this think everyone out there would have to agree uh, yeah anthony fauci he's done okay <laughs> okay director of the national institute of allergy and infectious diseases says his net worth increased five million during the pandemic <laughs> five million <laughs> the uh, experts long been the highest paid bureaucrat in washington he enjoyed an additional $5 million in personal wealth hmm. between 2019 and 21. Within those years, the Fauci household's net worth increased from $7.6 mil to over $12.6 million. That money flowed in part from nearly $1 million in prizes from nonprofit organizations across the world. Now, what? Prizes? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the president can't get a gift board. Dr. Fauci, you've won. <laughs> Just a million in prizes. I didn't. I, Are they going to his door with giant te- checks? I don't know. All right, we're live at the Anthony Fauci house. Let's see if he's home. <laughs> and then. Well, it, what, uh, what? What's, going, what's going on? <laughs> What does that mean? Are you getting prizes from nonprofits? What does that mean? I don't know, Matt. 
And if you give to a nonprofit and it's part of your donation is going to Anthony Fauci, what? It just, I'm telling you, the the rich just get richer. You got $910,174 in gains within the Fauci stock, bond, and money market portfolio in 2021 alone. All right. 910000 in stocks, bonds, and in one year. Yeah. <laughs> he continued to pull down a hefty six-figure salary during that time frame as well. Four hundred fifty grand in twenty twenty-one. Okay. Now he's calling it quits. Yeah. So, I hope he lives okay in his retirement. I hope he can make it. Hope he. <laughs> we'll uh, be back with more tidbits. This is tidbits. Well, it's a Friday. TGIF. Indeed. And the final day of the month of September, so things are just, uh, I don't know where they go. Time just flies. Sure does. Ready for Halloween. Of course, the decorations have been out for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. Christmas has been out for a while. (laughs) And you can uh, take care of both while you're out in one one shop. That's right. M&M's. They've introduced a new character for the first time in 10 years. Purple. It's the new spokes candy designed to mm. represent. You said 10 years. Okay. 10 years. All right. Yeah. A decade. Right. It will represent acceptance and inclusivity. Purple is also the first female peanut M&M spokes candy. More than no. That dark one, then she that's a girl. There's a girl in There's there somewhere. Right? This isn't isn't green? Is it? I don't know. Maybe it's a first female peanut. Oh, okay, yeah. More than ten million fans voted to add the color to Eminem's current rainbow in May, beating out aqua and pink. Purple's arrival was announced with I'm Just Gonna Be Me. (laughs) A new promotional song and music video, which launched on Tuesday. So you've got purple now that you can... Now, I know people that sort them out by color. That's just a deal. they got to do that before they eat them. You know, it's... (laughs) They get all the red ones first. They they do. Right. You know, know, now, if if I were doing that, I'd save red for last. Hmm. Now, they all taste the same. Yeah, they all you know, taste exactly they, the same. But for some reason, you know, I would save the red for last. Here's a viral Instagram video about pen lids blowing some users' minds. Content creator Zach D posts a collection of things that I find interesting, it says. And an explanation about why ballpoint pen caps has sparked conversations on social media. He said, most people think it has something to do with the ink, but the actual reason is much more important than that. 
He said the pen companies have required to uh, put the hole in the cap for legal reasons. You see, it's just enough space for airflow if the cap gets stuck in someone's throat. That's been going on the Internet for has it? years now. It has? This is not new new news. Well, it is to me. Uh, you never you never knew that? No. Yeah. No, I'm... I'm not on social stuff. Because you know how people, especially if you have a pen with a movable cap, you chew on the end. Yes. A lot of people do. I did. (laughs) Get all gnarled up. So this is not anything new. No. So I'm giving old stuff. Well, this guy is. Even though I think it's new. Yeah. Well, he's getting credit for it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Psychologists have found that chewing on pens or pencils can be self-comforting. So the fear of someone swallowing the loose top isn't irrational. Perhaps it's preventative from causing further harm to the body. Hmm. Doesn't seem like that hold be you'd still suffer, wouldn't you? I, I would think you'd still be struggling pretty uh, yeah. bad. So I, I didn't realize that was old news. My bad. You ever choked on anything? I'm trying to think. One time I... I started to, I don't remember my age, single digits, I think. And something, I don't know what it was, but I panicked. Yeah. You know, you start panicking. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily, it, uh, I don't, I don't, couldn't tell you what it was. Right. How about you? Same, same exact thing. You you, you can feel it start to lodge and you panic and it just comes, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, that, that's happened a time or two with me. So I, I can't imagine what it'd be like to go through that. That's why it's good to know the Heimlich maneuver. You can help somebody out, be a hero. If you know how to do that properly. That's right. I don't know if you watched it last night, but the Bengals beat Miami. 27 to 15, so Miami has a loss now. And the quarterback for Miami was taken off on a stretcher. He took a pretty good hit. That's what I heard. <clears throat> I saw a replay of it. Banged his head into the turf pretty good. I was watching the pregame. Yeah. Because we have Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. So I was watching the pregame. Yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> Couple things. Okay. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Remember Ryan Fitzpatrick? Yeah. He's a journeyman quarterback. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Played for like every single team in the yeah, NFL. Got a beard. Yeah. Yeah. Big yeah. giant beard. Yeah. He's on the team. He's fantastic. He's on. The he's, sports team? Yeah, he's oh. on the, the broadcast okay, like, right. pregame team. He's phenomenal. Is he really? Yeah, he's really great. I enjoyed him, at least. He always held his own as a backup. Oh, yeah. He was called yeah. on quite a bit. Yeah. So he's on that sports team. Didn't squad. he bring a team to the, the playoffs and I think made so. a pretty good run with someone yeah, recently? Yeah, you know, he, he held his own. Yeah. So I, I don't get that. I'm not going to subscribe to it. I, you know, I'm not falling for it. Okay, I'm just not going to do it. But then you get Amazon Prime deals. Damn. Well, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm just a old fuddy dud. I guess you know, I don't care. But uh, I can't remember which. There was uh, there was a dude, Fitzpatrick, a girl, and then another dude. And the girl asked one guy, you know, if if Tua wins this game, is yeah. he going to be legit in your eyes? And he's like, yeah, Tua needs to prove to me that he's blah, blah, blah. goes on this whole thing about how Tua is, who's the quarterback for Miami. It needs to, you know, show me how he's really legit NFL quarterback and da, 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 da. And then her response was, 
He's nine and one as a starter. <laughs> Is that not enough? <laughs> because in most cases, nine and one as a starter in the NFL is really good. I, I wouldn't want to be one of those guys. <laughs> it's just, you can never win. It's like, well, if he wins tonight, he, you know, he's got a da da da, and it's like, you know, he's. Interesting. It was just funny. It was well, just he didn't, and he was carted off. So, I, it, this got to be one of those seasons where it's just wide open in my book. Nobody appears to be super dominant. Yeah, you know, and it's. Should be a good season for football. This um, from a TikTok user. Yes. In Sunshine, uh, by the name of Sunshine Chavez, posted a video showing a staff member at a Korean barbecue joint in California telling her there's a two-person minimum for eating in the restaurant and pointing to the policy written on their sign-in sheet. So... She admitted in the comments she debated about paying for an extra person. She was craving it all day, all week. <laughs> Only uh, one user added, yeah, this is actually a thing in most Korean barbecue spots. Unfortunately, it sucks. But, say, I wouldn't know that. Well, I wouldn't know that either. Why can't you be alone? Why is I that guess, a thing? I guess you're losing a seat in that process, but are you that busy? <laughs> okay, are you... <laughs> Are they just lined up out the door? Yeah. <laughs> According to their website, the restaurant, Buan Shwabu and Barbecue, offers all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue and shabu, which many pointed out could be why they have that strict two-person minimum. Ah. It's all you can eat. I've never had that. Have you ever had Korean barbecue? No. I don't think I have. No. And I'm not sure what shabu is. To me, that's isn't that a whale? Shabu. That's Shamu. No. <laughs> Didn't Shamu pass away? I I don't know. See, we get carried off. <laughs> we end up. We'll go from whales. To... <laughs> well, whale blubber back in the day was. I need to bring that back. That's how you properly blight a lantern. <laughs> Now, to me, this is because I've known fellas. Well, I can't be right. Shabu is a slang term for methamphetamine used in Japan. That can't be what this is. <laughs> all, you, all you can eat barbecue ribs and meth. <laughs> what, that can't be. That, that's not right. Korean shabu. <laughs> Maybe whoever wrote the story is not right. No, it, it, it's a thing. It's okay, just that right. was one of the, the okay. things that popped up. All right. <laughs> What you can eat? <laughs> Korean barbecue. Mm. And oh, here's someone. <laughs> you know, whenever you have something different, you know, oh, it tastes like chicken. <laughs> okay, so there you, <clears throat> there you go. So you still have no definition. Shabu. <laughs> Hold on here. Well, I'm getting a lot of okay. So it's it's shabu is a legit thing with Korean food, right? All right. But I'm getting a lot of interplay with because it's also a slang term in Japan oh. for drugs. Okay. So I'm getting a lot of all right. Yeah, here we go. What all is right. shabu shabu food? Here we go. Uh, okay. 
<laughs> it kind of looks like they bring you a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. So it's a variety. It's pack. like a variety thing yeah. that they bring to your table. Okay. You know? And there's different. Perhaps you including, can, you know, like like tentacles. Yeah. Well, no, it's just meat. Like, I think you make it, I think you make it at your table. Okay. Like they bring you like a thing and you like dip the, the food into the, and you make it. Okay. We'll have to try that sometime. I don't know of any close by, but I'm no. sure if we looked hard enough. And finally, remember the fella that was uh, doing Venus fly traps? Yeah. Illegally. Yeah. They were about a quarter a piece and he got the federal charges. Here's a guy from Queens shipped hundreds of protected turtles to China via Hong Kong in a tightly wrapped parcel. And he'll spend the next year in federal prison, it says. He sent more than 600 tiny-shelled reptiles overseas, stuffing them into tight socks so their legs wouldn't move. Then wrapping those socks in tape, several of them died in transit. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I'll get I'll get them over there. Six hundred of you. Wow. Including the eastern box turtle and the Florida box turtle were involved. Protected species, right? And they're valued as pricey pets in China, worth about a million. Oh wow! He would have made off that. Wow. So far more profitable shipping turtles than than fly traps. Yeah. I'm still amused at that guy. It's like, man, couldn't you pick a better career as a criminal? <laughs> the criminal on the world of Venus flytraps. Uh, Valued at a quarter apiece. Yes. <laughs> he had like 50 plants, <laughs> a 25 cents apiece. Wow. And faced federal charges. <laughs> it's 651. By the way, Shamu. Okay. Shamu the orca. <laughs> oh. Right? Yeah. Died in 1971. What? So all those others were imposters? I, mean, I guess so. But the original uh, was passed away in August 16th, 1971. Like Morris the Cat? Like Morris the Cat. Wow. That's a long time ago. Yeah, it is. So I didn't know that. See? We're getting wrinkles galore in our gourds. <laughs> okay? Our brains are just... I know, right? For me today, filled out with wrinkles, pin caps. I've learned oh, something you've known for years. Okay, <laughs> that's been so. There you go. For a while. Some tidbits that'll wrap up the week. Okay, and uh, that'll do it. Have a good uh, good weekend. All right. See, see you Monday. See you. Uh, yeah, I guess it is going to be Monday, won't it? There we go. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like. And thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.